0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams.
1: This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. Welcome to It's My Money. It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, which is South Africa's leading boutique wealth manager. With me today is Ruan Brid from Brenthurst Wealth. Ruan, I like the way that you unpack the interest rate situation at the moment, because you start with the basics and then get a bit more technical. So you have to understand, first of all, what an interest rate is. An interest rate is the price of money. So for example, you've got 100,000 in the bank in a deposit account, and the interest rate is 5% at the end of the year, you've got 105,000. On the other hand, if you've got 100,000 that you need to borrow, then that 5% is a penalty because you get charged a little bit more as well. So what we've got to look at now is the price of money, its implications. Why at the moment, Rowan, are interest rates being hiked? That is a big question. And what is the goal of that hiking cycle?
0: Yes, Lindsay, I think you hit the nail quite on the head. We're coming of a series of strict rate hikes, both on local fronts and abroad. And uh, the reason for these hikes is based on the same underlying issues, even though I do not fully agree with the rate hikes in South Africa than those abroad. Um, I think there's a little bit, uh, you know, different reasons for for rate hikes. And I I do not believe we've got the same reasons to hike hike interest rates than offshore economies. In offshore markets and economies such as the U.S. and the U.K., interest rates are predominantly hiked by the central banks for one big reason, and that is to rein in high levels of inflation. So inflation is at soaring levels on a global scale, which should not come to us, you know, as a surprise considering the world economy went through a world pandemic and we went straight into a war afterwards. So both these geopolitical events place immense pressure on, on global supply chains, which have increased inflation on the supply side by placing high constraints on, constraints on the global supply chain. But further than this, inflation was also pulled on the demand side by central banks, maintaining a very loose monetary policy, not only during COVID, but even for the last six to eight years, before COVID. And a lot of cash was pumped into the system, especially in the US economy, and the consumer were very strong in pocket over the last couple of years leading up to COVID. And this caused the the consumer to spend more money sending up the prices of, of various goods and services from the demand side as more and more consumers were able to afford these items. And the interest rates are then hiked by the central banks in order to to rein in these inflation numbers. And this puts the consumer under pressure and more out of pocket, meaning the central banks effectively want the consumer to be able to afford less purchases of goods and services to to bring the inflation levels under control. High inflation levels is a very dangerous factor or occurrence for any economy, and it should be reined in as quick, as, as quick and efficiently as possible because high inflation levels for extended periods of time in, in any economy can drive the economy into a recession.
1: I think you're absolutely right. You said earlier on, and you sort of slipped it in, almost feeling disloyal about the South African economy and the authorities that run the South African economy. You said you don't agree with it. I agree with you. I mean, if you look at the United States or Japan, or germany and you look at south africa they're they're miles apart and i don't think the interest rate raising cycle in south africa is as effective as it is in the developed world because all the people in the developed world have have debts they have big debt they have they have credit cards they have um, mortgages etc whereas a good chunk of the south african population isn't influenced in its habits by raising or lowering interest rates do you not agree with that?
0: Yes Lindsay exactly that. and that's my point as well I think the, the rising interest rates in South Africa will not have such a big effect on you know bringing down the inflation levels on, on, on local funds as, as the central bank would like. In Inflation in the US is currently soaring at 8.2% only down from 8.26% in September mm. and this means that I think we can expect a series of even further rate dikes in the short to medium term both locally and on international fronts but the reason why i mentioned earlier that i do not necessarily agree with rate hikes in south africa compared to international hikes, from example the u.s is that i think our inflation is driven by other factors than those outside of the sa borders on local funds, we have, I think we've got big structural economic growth issues, uh, you know, such as high unemployment rates, a lot of red tape, you know, that prevents growth for local businesses. Uh, we've got a lack of overall economic growth and we've also got a, a shrinking uh, tax base year on year. Therefore, I don't think. Rate hikes in South Africa, in my opinion, does 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 anything to halt inflation. Uh, on the contrary, I think it only damages the consumer even more, which, which is already under pressure. Because the U.S. the consumer were pretty strong going into going into the the COVID pandemic. Um, so I think the, you know the, the rising interest rates will actually have a you know a good impact on bringing you know reigning in inflation as as opposing to South Africa i think we can expect further rate hikes locally and you know and offshore in the medium term especially early 2023 and only when inflation starts come down quite dramatically i think will we be able to see a more dovish stance by central banks
1: yeah i do think that the the south african reserve bank uh, the governor and his team are under pressure in order to sort of follow what's what's going on overseas but as you quite rightly say it should be tweaked a little bit uh, and take into account the fact that we are an emerging market with 35 percent unemployment and so on and so on so you think there'll be further rate hikes maybe even this year and also going into next year in south africa ruin what's your forecast
0: Yes, I definitely think we can expect some further rate hikes. As I mentioned, the uh, the central banks normally, you know, give a a very subtle hint or subtle message in in what they say leading to leading up to the rate official official rate hikes. Um, and we haven't seen inflation coming down quite you know quite faster than they would have wanted to do. So I think going into into the next year, we can still expect a, a couple of rate hikes locally and offshore. And I think that will also put the currency, the Rand dollar, under further pressure for the time being.
1: Yeah. And what is that going to mean for you as a, a wealth manager? I mean, you've got to say to people, okay, uh, normally... Higher interest rates, a higher price of money is an enemy to the personal investor, to the person that's investing in equities and other high risk asset classes. What are you saying at the moment? What do you say to people and how do you approach it? Because obviously uh, domestic equity prices will suffer because of interest rates being raised in South Africa.
0: Yes, Lindsay, that's quite right. I think domestic equities and also international equities will be quite under pressure, you know, considering uh, our interest rate environment. Um And it's an interesting topic that we all that you know we have on on a very frequent basis with our clients, so to explain it in simple terms, you know the impact that the the rising interest rates will have on equity markets when when interest rates are hiked, the risk-free rate of return on offer rises, which makes higher risk investments even more riskier for investors. And this simply means that higher returns are on offer for investors to take on a very low level of risk. Therefore, investors will rather allocate capital to these lower-risk investments, such as you know cash in the bank, which you mentioned earlier, than investing in the stock market, where the ad- risk-adjusted rate of return suddenly moves up, up the curve. Um, thus, you have to take, take on a significant higher risk to get the same returns than you would have in, in lower risk and at lower interest rate environments. So, when interest rates rises, consumers and businesses will also cut back on spending. Therefore, share prices will reflect this and will also drop somewhat due to lowered earnings, in my, in my view. And the same scenario occurs in in the currency markets. The dollar is widely regarded as the safe haven currency around the world. So as soon as as rates is hiked in the U.S., it creates demand to hold dollar cash due to the higher yield. And therefore, other currencies, such as the the RAND, is most likely to depreciate against the dollar if rates is hiked even even further. And this is what we do expect to prolong going into 2023.
1: Okay. But you manage these situations with with your clients and you you weigh it all up because obviously there's a, a time lag between the time that an interest rate is raised and the effect on the markets. But also at the same time, equity markets have already discounted this. So this is presumably what you're telling your clients. Don't worry. It's already in the market. And this is just a very, very normal cycle.
0: Yes, Lindsay, that's quite right, as I mentioned earlier as well the central banks they always keep their cards against their chest but but yet they still you know drop subtleties as to you know what the next move will be and that's the that's the that's a big issue in or the big you know the big uh, conversation to have with clients or the important conversation to have is you know to get the message across that it's you know it will be after the fact if if you as an investor only react on news that, you know once it gets published these rate hikes and and the big news in the in the in the markets normally gets priced in before it's announced and you know the big news. So I think this is just, you know, also another factor to consider good diversification in your portfolio, because I think then you'll be able to, you know, to ride out these stomachs, this volatility that interest rates also brings, brings to the market.
1: Ruan, thank you very much for explaining that so beautifully. Uh, Ruan Breed is from Brentos Wealth, and that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brentos Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company.